If you wanted to go and build a house, where would you start? We could overthink it and we could say things like, well, first I'd go and I would buy the land or, well, you know, I'd get like an architect to come and drop the schematics. But for the sake of keeping things simple here today on the episode, when we think about a house and how it's built, we usually think about the foundation as being the first step. Hey, I'm Terry Molinero, and I believe that we as the body of Christ are here for such a time as this. I love to say this, blessed to be a blessing, that we are called to be a light. And look friends, if we don't do it, if we aren't the light, who's gonna be the light? The body of Christ has always been a house of action. And hey, who says we can't have some fun along the way? Terry, it's Ryan Seacrest. You're in broadcast. I'm trying to be in broadcast. There's something in common. Good luck to you at Seacrest House. This is the Church Hacks Podcast. I remember years ago on tour um, with a band. That's right. I was on tour with a band. I was not playing in said band. I was just uh, flipping some switches and making lights happen, which I would argue is a very important part of a show because without lights, like, what do you really have? Okay, really? You're going to depend on the talent of the musicians alone like music is supposed to be? Please. Anyway, so they opened it up uh, for us to sleep there. So this, um, this person's house. And it was it was like a really nice house. When we were leaving the next day, I happened to look over into the yard next door to them. I'm um, like they had owned both properties. I found out later on, and I asked about this really big structure that was in their yard. It was a foundation that was poured for a large workshop, and the man who was building it started to talk to me about the importance of setting the foundation and how in Western society. It's all about building really fast and getting the houses done. Think like subdivision, you know, how um, you could drive through one town and there'll be like no houses whatsoever. And then like three weeks later you come and it's like a subdivision. You're like, whoa, what's going on here? But how even in Europe, this is what this person was talking to me about. It was customary for them to let the foundation sit for a while to allow the earth to expand and to contract, to let it settle before building on it. He said that he wanted to do it right before building anything, so he was going to let it sit for about a year. And I don't know why, but that conversation just always stayed with me. Like even right now in my mind, I can think back to where we were and I can like picture um, just this poured foundation and, you know, no house on top and then him telling me that. Now, maybe you're a builder and you know better than me and that person and know that That's more of a myth than fact. I brought it up to my brother-in-law less than a year ago. He's a framer and I asked him about that and he said, well, it's definitely good to let it sit. A year is a bit excessive, but it's good to give them time. Why? Well, time gives the foundation the ability to settle so that once the house is built on top of it, it'll stand strong for decades to come. Here's another reason as far as how I personally understand it with my limited knowledge. So Letting it settle gives it a chance to adapt to the earth around it, not just what is built on top of it. Today in the Church Acts podcast, I want to talk about foundations. And where it started for me was not really, you know, a big profound thing. I was busy and still am busy taking a few interesting courses, learning a lot. But as a result, I noticed that some things around the house were falling through the cracks. Nothing that was going to ruin anyone's life if it didn't get done. But there were things that needed attention that I was personally ignoring. I was thinking about them. You know, I was thinking about how maybe my lack of attention was causing unnecessary stress in a few areas. But I wasn't necessarily 
resolving these things. So I started to think about it and pray about it. And something interesting happened. I felt the Holy Spirit give me some wisdom that I hadn't thought about. I I just clearly felt that I needed to take care of the foundational things around the home. See, when those things are taken care of, everything runs smoothly. And then I can build by, you know, taking courses, doing other things that need to get done. But if the foundation isn't set right, it's not really going to matter what I do. There are going to be problems. Okay. And I'm even talking small things like scheduling, you know, when to do this, when to do that, you know, are you organized in this area? If these things are not set in place, the foundational things of a household, and I'm not talking about like just a physical house, I'm talking about, um, you know, just what makes up a household. Like, okay, do you have all your paperwork for this area? Like, like set up, is, is the budget running? Things like that. Like if the foundation isn't set properly, how can you really go on and build? So there I was, I was just thinking about this and thinking about this and thinking about this. See, we can take this so many different ways. And I don't know if, what way, in what way rather that this will apply to your life, but have we maybe been doing things out of order? I'm not a builder personally. I have trouble just hanging things on the wall, but in 2019, I contracted someone to come build a studio, many people actually to come build a studio, which is where we do all of our work for announcements.church out of, and I got to see every single step of the process. And what I do know is that we had to think about a few things before other things can be completed. You know, I had to call the electrician. I had to call a networking person for the Ethernet. We had to, you know, have the drywaller come. We had to have the framer come. What would have happened if the drywall man came before the electrician? What about if the let's say the lighting person came before the ceiling was up or the furniture was moved in before the original walls were even torn down? See, the job cannot be completed, at least not properly. Each step of the process was necessary and extremely important to the end product of the build, but they all had their proper time. One after another, in sequential order, people need to come um, and then only after the previous step was finished, then they could go in and do what they needed to do. And they could build on top of that work with confidence, knowing that the step before them has been completed properly. Here's a bit of a side story. So the studio was completed for about, um, you know, half a year to a year and we did everything properly because personally, I believe in doing it right the first time. So we ran like everything properly inside of the walls, nice and neatly. And then we started to have some internet issues and I thought this was kind of funny. So we thought nothing of it. So we called the service provider and they sent someone in to, you know, come and take a look at it and fix it. Little did I know that this person was new and had no idea what they were doing. So he goes, um, I'm on the phone, right? He goes, well, uh, we have to start like drilling a hole here and a hole there and a hole everywhere, you know, and then run these cables down the outside of the wall. And I'm like, listen, no, no, you do not. See, sometimes you really like this is what I found actually from this situation. You kind of need to push people a bit because you have to live in this space that they want to start drilling holes into. I ended up um, even asking him if he like tested anything to see if like these certain things were an issue because I have some very basic knowledge. Turns out that drilling holes in the wall and running new cable would have literally fixed nothing. So he goes outside to the box and the problem was like a bad connection, I believe, out there. Like I wasn't even home. As I mentioned, I was on the phone talking with him as I was out running errands and he goes, well, I learned a lot today. And then he leaves. Funny story, but I was like, man, 
Like your first play was to start drilling holes into like my sound treated room. Like I don't want to admit it, but straight up, if I had these long black cables, just just running along my studio wall, I would look at those every single day. Are you like that? Do you notice those little details? And it would bother me, you know, especially because I designed this studio. I'm like, it's kind of like my love child. Okay. I'm like, this is awesome. Like set up this stuff and the sound treatment, the lighting, everything's perfect. Then this big black cable. So luckily that did not happen. We got it all resolved. But um, I, I just thought like, really, that's like your first instinct to start just drilling holes through the wall. Like that's, that's the instinct. But anyway, foundations. The point I was making is this. It's only till we have the right things done at the right times and built properly that then we can go on and move to the next step. You know, God was recently talking to me about this very same thing, how there are times and seasons, how we can try and move ahead really fast and try to make things happen. And, um, you know, maybe get places because of our own maybe ability to communicate, our own ability to fundraise or rally people. You know how many have heard someone say something like, I'm just going to make this happen. I'm going to make a way. I got this ambition. But see, it's only until we walk in line with and complete the previous steps that we will actually be able to make progress. The Bible even talks about this. So man plans his ways, right? But it's the Lord that establishes his steps. See, we all have different areas in our lives, relationships. We have our places of employment. We have maybe schooling. If we're in that season of life, we have entertainment, what we do for fun and leisure. All of these things we can imagine almost as a floor of a house. If you can do that with me for a few moments and with each floor. So we have like we have relationships and that's the first floor. And then we have, um, you know, maybe entertainment in our job. That's the second floor. See, with each floor, the house becomes heavier and heavier weighing on that foundation The more pressure that's applied, the more any cracks or faults are going to give way. See, there are some people that have built a pretty good foundation. Maybe you can even support them just fine and they've been fine their whole life. But then they had a floor called marriage or they they, um, you know, add a floor called children. Now, suddenly they do not have the foundational strength to be able to support that. Their foundation was good when it was just them, but not for an entire family. Or maybe their foundation was great when they were younger. They know the baby basics of the Bible, but now they're hit with like a situation where a loved one is sick or they lose a job. And that baby faith foundation is no longer enough to endure the weight that is like a sickness or a job loss or anything really big and tragic that might happen in their life. The Bible says in what is probably one of the most quoted collection of verses of all time, it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In other words, you know, seek after God and then and only then he will make your path straight. I've been around long enough just like you to know that we cannot predict the future. And I know in my heart and even from looking at my own life that there are things that I am being prepared for right here, right now, that if I was to run ahead quickly and try to do on my own strength, which by the way, I got to be fully transparent. That is my, that is my nature to not be like lazy to like want to go ahead. And I hate to even use the word strive, but sometimes like when I'm at my worst, maybe I would strive and just, Oh, I want this. I'm going to go after this and stuff like that. If I was to try and force these things to happen, these things would take me out because I haven't yet built up the foundation of character, the foundation of maybe leadership or of whatever it is that I will need. See, we think a lot of the time that God is trying to hold things back from us when the opposite is actually true. 
If we would stop trying to rush ahead and instead learn the lessons that he's trying to teach us right here, right now, and develop the character that is going to be needed by living a life of integrity. And here's one, long suffering or endurance. How often you hear that being mentioned, right? We would then be able to move on. It's not like, a, you know, he's not going to give us more than we can handle. Not when souls and lives are at stake. Like if you think of it, I don't think we kind of have that weight you know, like the proper weight on things. I think sometimes it's easy to think of um, things just kind of in our realm and like, oh, you know, if I run ahead, the worst that can happen is maybe the business will fail and, you know, I will go bankrupt or insert whatever is the worst thing in your mind when it comes to what you feel like you need to be doing. But see, when we are when we are like people who have eternity in our minds, which I'm going to talk about in a few moments here, It's different because God's like, listen, it's not money that's at stake. It's not a stupid business that it's at stake. It's literally people's lives and souls being impacted for eternity, like the most precious thing to God. And then we wonder why sometimes we're just learned like in a season where we're having to relearn lessons and less lessons. It's because we have not gotten them yet. We haven't built the character. We haven't built that foundation to be you know, moving forward into the next thing that God has for us. So let me encourage you, take a few moments reflect and think about your life. Who are you? What are your weak points? And you you probably know, okay? You probably know where some of your weak points are. The character you might have, the relationship with God and the Holy Spirit. These things all speak about your foundation. Now, is yours strong enough based on what you just thought about? Or have you quickly tried to bypass and build the house too quickly? And I have to be honest tonight, you can do that. You can build quickly and see things come together. But when you hold it up to the light against the measure of eternity, it won't stand. See, I want to be a man and I would encourage this for you as well. I want to be someone that doesn't just start things, but a person that is focused on eternity and finishes. Does it make sense all the time to hold myself back from opportunities? And to me, in my own foolish wisdom, the answer is no. There's something even right now that um, a few weeks ago I was struggling with so much. I was like, oh, I want to just do this. And then I just felt, no, like it is not time to move forward yet. But see, when I look back over time, I can clearly see God's hand guiding me to where not just I want to be, but to where I was always meant to go, which is pretty important. So look to your foundation. Think about the analogy of floors, you know, just one on top of the other and the other and the pressure that they create. Is there a reason maybe that you've been feeling stressed? Look to the foundation of your life. Have you done something or held on to something that would be causing these weak points or these cracks in the foundation? And then let me encourage you, there is no shame in going back and fixing what should have been done properly in the first place. Because when you're done, you'll be able to, with the full authority and confidence of heaven, move forward knowing that you do have a strong foundation now and that it will stand the test of time and it will stand the test of eternity. Today's show felt um, it felt really good to me. I know it's a little bit shorter than usual. And I don't know if you can sense it, but see, when God is in things, it doesn't feel stale. It feels right. And um, before even recording, just even up to hours ago, I didn't really know what it was that um, I was supposed to talk about. Well, not hours ago, but a few days ago, I wasn't 100% sure. And then I just had this come to me, you know, this notion of foundation and how important it really is. And just that picture is so, so amazing. I had never thought about it like that in the past, how we have this foundation and then we have all these different floors and all these things that we keep adding in our lives. And we wonder why some of us are like cracking under pressure or, 
you know, lashing out or, you know, being filled with anxiousness and all these things. Well, how is our foundation doing, right? And that's what I always want for church acts. You know, I don't want it to be complicated. I want things to be simple. I want there to be room so that you can hear not just from me. You cannot just hear from, um, you know, maybe the mentors that I've personally listened to and me just like regurgitate and repeat what they say. It's not about that. I want you to hear what God has for you to know so that your life will be impacted. You know, I want it to be not complicated, but I want it to be simple. What God has for us both clearly communicated so that we cannot just grow, but we can endure and be filled with joy and excitement as well. With that being said, thank you so much for spending some time with me on the Church Acts podcast. If you do feel to leave me a review, I'd really appreciate it a lot so that we can reach even more people. And part of me just kind of feels like I need to do my due diligence and uh, and ask for that because if I don't, I know it's so easy even in my own life in the podcast I listen to to so just kind of skim over that. But, you know, by sharing the episode um, with someone, if it's really impacted you with, um, you know, sharing it on social or just sending me a review, it really helps encourage me a little bit. It just kind of gives me a little bit of boost to happiness. But don't worry, if if you don't do it, I'm still going to keep on making it happen. I'm going to keep being relentless in this because I'm passionate about seeing, you know, lives changed and, you know, I'm passionate about us maybe realigning ourselves if we've kind of gotten off the path. So it's all good. Until next time, uh, be a man or a woman who doesn't just talk about things, doesn't just consume and listen, but a man and a woman of action. God bless.